Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Callus. And we're back for another week and locked and loaded. And, <laughs> well, today it's going to be about motivating yourself. Motivate Monday, right? Um, look, I, I don't spend a lot of time or effort looking into self-help or whatever, that genre. Can't say I've never run across it. Can't say that other people haven't covered it. And honestly, if you want more information on that, you're going to need to go look for somebody else. I'm not your guy. But I am going to talk about why it's important to be motivated. And how do you get yourself motivated? In my opinion. Because, you know, after all, this is according to Callus, And you're here (laughs) ostensibly to listen to what I have to say on things. So... Before we get into that, let me just remind you, you can do me a solid. You can like, share, and follow this podcast. And if you're feeling particularly motivated or inspired, you can rate and review this show. Alrighty, (laughs) here we go. It's Monday, June the 5th. Now, for those of you who... uh, Oh, I don't know, woke up this morning, you can't help but be reminded that the month of June is life month. They would like you to believe it's about perversion, but it's about life. The most important uh, decision or opinion that had been put forth by the Supreme Court, hmm, at least probably in my lifetime, that said, you know what? The federal government really doesn't have any role in this issue. And because of that, we're going to kick it back to the states. In this specific issue, it had to do with killing babies in the womb. And now there is no federal protection for murder in the womb. That's right. If you want to be able to kill your baby before they're born, you have to get permission from the state you live in. And honestly, this is how it should have been from the get-go. And while I think it's atrocious, evil, and quite frankly, a lot of people that are involved with that ought to face sanction and or punishment, that is now up to the state that you live in to fulfill their duties to protect life. Fortunately, in the state of Texas, we're doing better than average for now. Be interesting to see what the uh, Supreme Court in Texas or the Texas Criminal Court of Appeals does, uh, but I don't think any of those people are feeling that motivated to uh, overthrow the will of the people. For that, you have to go to the Texas House. <laughs> well, before we get too far off the tangent, again, it is Monday, and let's talk about motivation, right? So... I have uh, friends and I have family and they keep asking me, why are you doing this? I mean, what are you hoping to get out of it? What, what's the point? (laughs) And that's a fair question. (laughs) It is. I think it's very fair question. At some point there's going to be a return. Don't know what it is. Don't know how that's going to play out, but I believe, I believe that, uh, what I'm doing doesn't go unseen, doesn't go unheard. And, you know, my three listeners have been working their tails off. <laughs> Going to hit 150,000 downloads this week. I'm quite confident of that. 
But what that means is I have to make sure I stay on top, on top of myself, on top of my game. So I have to motivate myself and stay motivated. And that's hard. Man, I, I got to tell you, if, I, if I'm completely honest, this last week has been challenging. It was Memorial Day last uh, Monday. And, you know, you dwell on some of the things that people gave up. People that get, paid the ultimate price for what they thought was freedom, liberty. And I look at the world that I live in. I look in the country that I live in. I even look at my state and I'm just appalled what would these people have thought if this is what the you know their sacrifice was for and then i i I see the great conservative leaders that we have knuckling under to perversion now i gotta be honest with you not excited about the idea of killing people but last time i looked when you rape somebody an appropriate punishment is life in prison or perhaps even death. And the law that got our great conservative leader so bent out of shape specified that had to have occurred in order for that punishment to be involved. Notwithstanding the method or the choice of victim in this uh, situation. So I, I really am at a loss as to how we've gotten here. Conservative Inc. is that far gone <laughs> that they want to protect Perversion. I mean, it's one thing, and I mean, I struggle with this myself. It's one thing to let it go and just say, you know what? Hey, you want to do that? That's between you and God. I'm not going to do anything. I'm I'm not going to celebrate it. I'm not going to say it's okay, but I'm not going to go bust down your house for your misbehavior. Right now, maybe that's still a holdover from uh, my libertarian background. I don't know, but. I'm pretty sure that uh, God gave us free will, and that means we can make bad choices. And then he's the guy that brings about the punishment for that. Just saying. So when I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at all the stuff that's going on, how do I how do I stay motivated? Well, I have to improve myself. Well. You know, about three years ago, four years ago now, I guess, um, we went on a journey and we changed our eating habits. The effect was about three months later, uh, dramatic improvement in my overall fitness and form and whatever else. I was quite improved. But as they say, life gets in the way and, you know, habits get lost in the milieu and, uh, yeah, a good, a good chunk of that came back, not anywhere near where I once was, but it's disheartening. It's in silly injuries that, you know, shouldn't happen and didn't happen 10 or 15 years ago seem to be commonplace as I've hit the half century mark here. So how do I improve myself? So, uh, I gotta say, uh, I know diet is extremely important. Diet makes the difference. Can't eat all that crap. I'm sorry, I shouldn't normally talk like that, but I can't think of a better word to describe the processed food garbage that we consume as Americans all the time. And I'm 100% guilty of that. I'll be the first to say I like good Danish and I love ice cream. Both of those are not good. 
<laughs> now, an occasional ice cream here and there, aside from the headache that I would get when I was full off the sugar, is mighty tasty. And, and a piece of good Danish? Mmm. But again, what is the sacrifice? I mean, put two inches back on your belly and, uh, you know, just feel like garbage for an entire day because you had that sugar bomb? Don't know. I don't think it's worth it. So I think for myself, that's going to be my primary action item to improve myself. Now, next step, right? Part of the part of the staying motivated, but start part of getting back on your game. Uh, Got to improve your family situation. Now I'm fortunate. I have a daughter that's home from uh, college this uh, summer, and she wants to spend time with me. I'm I'm blessed by that. And we're going to go do some uh, activities, maybe take some walks, do some different things because apparently I must've done something right raising her because she does like being outside and uh, her, her mom and I are quite uh, happy to go do those outside activities, even though it doesn't always fit with the pattern and whatever else, you know, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. So, you know, we're going to spend time together. We're going to make sure we have some of those discussions, right? You know, one of the things I worked real hard with when my uh, daughters are growing up is to not shove my opinion into their heads. Oh, they knew exactly what I thought about things. They, they, they would, if they wanted to get a long answer, they would ask dad. If they wanted a short answer, well, they couldn't ask anybody because mom was almost as long as dad. But I would try and be as objective as possible. I would say, this is what your textbook is going to tell you. This is what some you know, other scholars or thinkers would think about this issue. And we're talking largely in, you know, social sciences stuff, right? I mean, math is math, notwithstanding the crazy new math that they were teaching my younger daughter. Math is still math. And in English, while they apparently decided that they no longer need to teach cursive, and apparently the uh, two spaces after the period is no longer required for reasons, uh, it's pretty standardized, right? If you're going to learn English, this is the way it's done. Uh, astronomy and science are basically the same thing. It's just mm, some of the people literally make stuff out of whole cloth and we have to figure out this is garbage science, but yeah, it's pretty standard, right? That leads us to the social sciences. we got economics, we got history. And I mean, you can talk about geography. I mean, you would think that's pretty straightforward. But apparently people make stuff up there too, or there's different points of view and um, definitely politics. So in my family, my extended family, our, our friends, extended friends, they all know uh, if you want to get your ear talked off, go talk to Mr. Callis about uh, any of those social sciences. And if he doesn't have an answer, oh boy, he'll get, he'll get you with somebody that does or send you somewhere. And I'm grateful for that. I mean, I, I like that. But the but the side piece of that is, is that you have to let your children come to their own conclusions and learn things on their own because otherwise it's just rote memorization. It's how can I please my mom and dad if I just parrot back what they tell me? No, I wanted my kids to own it, to, uh, to make those decisions on their own. And I got to be honest... Not exactly 100% sure how that's going to work out long term, but positive. It's been positive. It really has. Um, 
I certainly can appreciate where both of them are at. I'm I'm quite comfortable with that. All right, but as far as improving your family, you just got to keep talking. I guess got to got to do the work, get stuff done, and you know we're we're going to be approaching a major milestone here at the end of July for my wife, and another major milestone uh, next year in May for my daughter. And I'm excited. Uh, you know, two uh, great big rocks, if you will, uh, that will no longer be there. Again. Everything that you do or I do is how can, what am I doing and how is it going to be better for my family long-term? You know, uh, it's hard to see sometimes. I mean, I, I'm gone a couple nights out of the week. I'm gone probably, I don't know, five or six times out of the month. You know, I could be doing something else, but you know, both my kids are grown and I have an opportunity to influence or work on some things now that can maybe make a difference. It seems like a worthwhile investment to make the opportunities for future people better. Because uh, I got to be honest, I don't see that the boomers did much of that for any of us. And I don't mean to pile on the boomers. They're their own special issue. And But even, even a lot of my brethren in Gen X were, by and large, quite concerned about ourselves and our families. But... The bigger picture, I think a lot of my brethren are missing out on that. If you if you can't fix the bigger picture, it doesn't matter how great your family is if the government comes and crushes it or the or the economy completely crashes around us or you know just giant irresponsibility leads to unnecessary wars that destroy everything. I mean, and I'm not saying that I'm not <laughs> let me rephrase this. I don't believe that my actions alone are enough to change any of those options or or outcomes, but I think I'm but a pebble, right? Perhaps perhaps I'm that butterfly on the other side of the war, world bringing about change at some point in the future. We shall see. We shall see. <clears throat> the next thing, right? You want to improve your community. So I run in a few different communities. And, you know, I, my church community, man, I need to improve it. I don't know what I need to do. Don't know how I need to do it, but I got to figure something out. It's a not satisfactory situation in my opinion. I don't know that that's anybody's fault. Could be just mine. Could be perception, but I need to figure it out. So that's one community. Second community, political community. Man, I am blessed to know some rock stars, some hardcore, hard-charging, conservative, liberty-loving people. And they work just as hard or harder than I do to protect the republic, to bring about independence, to inspire others to demand their liberties. But one of the things that I noticed, and it's been... It's been there for a while, and I brushed it off for the last couple of years because there was a lot of other things going on, but we're really susceptible to the cult of personality. And I don't know if that's just people in general or particularly patriots. I'm not going to point fingers, but I get really nervous when people are so super excited about one person and they're going to fix everything. 
just get nervous about that. I don't know how I improve that other than having some of those hard conversations with some of my friends, some of my allies, <laughs> some of my compatriots. The other side is a good number of my friends and allies really have a hard time distinguishing between establishment hacks and actually principled moderates. And I, and I know that that requires some nuance, right? It's super easy for moderates to punch right and not punch left because they know the right's going to just dismiss them and not come after them and ruin their lives. But if you punch left, those folks, man, they have no pity. They have no, uh, <laughs> they're going to come after you. They're going to destroy you. They really will. The left has no compunctions and no restrictions on their warfare, if you will. So that's, you know, that's the primary communities, but overarching overall, all those communities, my, my, my fear is, is that they actually believe we're still in normal times. They believe there's not a war going on. They, they believe that there's no great threat to what's left of our society. You know, I struggle with the concept of what they, what some definitions of Christian nationalism are. I don't think it's nearly the problem that some would paint it as. And I certainly don't believe it's the salvation that others thinks it, think it might be, but I certainly am very interested in it. And I, I joked with some of my friends that I see myself more of a Christian Texian. I'm far more concerned about Texas and what's going on in Texas than anywhere else in the world. My first priority is Texas. And as a Christian, I would like to see Texas remember that we're at least majority Christian. And at this point in time, due to bad policies, we might only be plurality Christian. But that doesn't mean that government or our leadership should be entirely hands off. They should be informed by the culture that they live around. And if we're not building culture, if we're not affirming good things, and all we do is complain about bad things, how are we improving ourselves? I don't know what that means. I don't know how we can do that. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I have a lot of great ideas. The problem is, is I don't have the money or the time to implement either of them. So if you're out there listening to me, if you're curious, give me a call. It's not hard to get my phone number, send me a text, send me an email, and I'll talk about some fairly easy, simple things that we can do to build culture, to interact with our communities, to build up a process where we can provide opportunities for those around us. And, but it takes time and it takes money and I'm low on both. <laughs> Beyond my own family and my, I, I don't have resources to throw a quarter of a million dollars to start a business. I don't. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to make apologies for it. Um, the Lord hasn't chosen to bless me in that area. Maybe he blessed you. If he did and you, and you don't really know what to do or you're looking for an opportunity, give me a call. I'd love to talk to you about it. And honestly, none of this, these ideas have anything to do with my podcast or me personally. They're legit things that other, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to be involved with them, but it's not about me and it's not about paying me or anything. It's just legitimate ideas of different things that we can be doing to build our community, build up our culture and inspire others to do better, right? If you're going to improve yourself and improve your family and improve your community, all of that works together to do one thing, to prepare for battle. 
and I've got the little scare quotes in my note here. Battle is not, well, it could be, but it's primarily a spiritual or metaphorical term here. We're always facing challenges. We're all, always up against a crisis. We're always pushing back against the encroachment and the evil or the negative things around us. And we have to be willing to take a step of faith and push back. But it's really hard to do that if you don't have your ducks in a row, if you're not prepared. Part of the improvement process is to prepare yourself for that battle. And each and every one of you that might listen to this, I don't know, probably get a thousand downloads on this episode. That's my hope. Might only get 600. That's okay too. But if the 600, if 20% of you listen, take heart to what I've said and implement just one or two changes in your life to improve your situation, we're going to be that much better off because that will spread. That will ricochet to other people. That will help the community that you're in. But we've got to start somewhere. We got to start doing something. We have to take a chance to make a difference now so that at some point in the future, that incremental change will show a huge difference. We have to be willing to invest now. And again, for each and every one of you, it's going to be different. I don't know what the answer is for you. I have a couple ideas what it is for me, and I'm going to work on doing that. And about once a week, I'll give you an update. Where am I at? What am I doing? What's this looking like? And why? To encourage you out there to make that one step change, two steps change, maybe three steps change. And that six months now or for a year from now, we're in a much better situation. And with that, I'm going to cut it close and short. We're about 22 minutes. The reason being is you need to go take some time to think about what it is you want to be doing. And with that, I will see you on the other side.